Oh, welcome back to another episode of On the Spot Sports. I'm Jack and Taze Epps. We are joined by a very special guest, current professional hockey player in the Union Hockey League with the Boston Gold Kings, TJ Felix. TJ has spent the, the this past summer going to free agent camps in the FPHL and the Federal Prospects Hockey League, and he finally landed himself a spot in the the newly formed Union Hockey League with the Boston Gold Gold Kings. So it's really good to see see him signed there and like before that he was in the he was in the military he was in the army so like he has a crazy story to how he got into playing hockey and all that so i'm really excited to dive into everything so welcome to the show tj felix hey what's up man thanks for having me i'm super excited to be here like i said i watched a few of these i I just specifically watched one you do with sean doyle like because he's beauty so i had to i heard the chirps a little bit so i had to get on here uh so i'm pretty pumped yeah, I'm I'm glad to glad to finally be able to get you on. Like I know you've been wanting to come on, so what better time to then to do it now? But uh like how how have you been? Man, I've been great. Uh I'd never been to Mass before. So like when I came out here for the tryout and they told me I made it, you know, I like went back to Colorado a week and a half later. I'm back out here and the culture is so different here, man. It's uh it's pretty it's pretty unreal. It's it's an amazing city. Uh a little expensive, but you know, what place isn't nowadays? Uh, but no, it's super awesome. Like, I love the city. Um, I love the history here and, uh, like the Boston sports fans. I mean, we're like a, you know, a semi minor league team, you know, and, you know, the fans come out for us and, you know, show us some love and stuff like that. So like the Boston fans are so loyal to their team. So it's pretty awesome to obviously have that and have this, uh, this great city behind us. Yeah. So like, what, what is it like having like that Boston sports, uh, sports fans behind you and especially in like a newer league when it's like the first year of of the league and you're just gaining traction. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing is like just everywhere in mass, like we're, you know, probably like 20 minutes from the city and uh, you know, even these guys out here just create, like I can't go down the street and everybody's wearing like a Patriots hoodie or, you know, a Red Sox hat. So like, they're just crazy sports fans out here. And obviously, you know, you got the, the Bruins and stuff like that. So you know, you think like they only care about like the top leagues, but they care about like every level of like semi-pro to like single A to whatever it is, whatever sport they're like diehard loyal. So it's uh, it's pretty awesome to have those guys kind of like, it'd be like here in New York, you know, like those two like cities to play in there is pretty, pretty legit. So I think it's pretty awesome. Have you, have you gotten any of like the Bruins, Patriots, uh, Celtics games, any of those yet? So I did go, I went to the Bruins Maple Leafs. That one was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've, I've been waiting to see, you know, Austin Matthews and those guys play in person. Um, I just didn't get a chance to go against like the Avs because I went to, you know, a bunch of Avs games living in Colorado. And, yeah. Um. So I went to that and got to the kind of knock out two birds because to see the garden, I mean, the garden's just unreal. Like, you know, it's the garden. I mean, there's not much more you could say about it. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's unreal that you got to experience like the true Boston culture because it's a uh, it's a different culture out there. That's for sure. Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, it's definitely a big big culture change. So if you're not used to like the big cities or a lot of people, like maybe like just don't come here right away. I don't know. So like, I thought it was awesome though. Uh, that's that's great that it was that it was awesome. But I I want to get into like hockey and like your time in the Sorry. army a little bit here. So like. You're originally from Colorado. So, like, what was, color, what was growing up in Colorado like for you? So, I was actually born and raised in Anchorage, Alaska. Um, oh. I'm, yeah, basically, I know everybody likes, like, oh, my God, Alaska. Um, 
no, so I was born and raised in Anchorage and then the military took me to Colorado and I would just stay out there because I, I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, and, you know, all my friends and family there and then, you know, started playing hockey there and just kind of like picked it up a little bit in beer league. And then, you know, hearing about these like other minor leagues with the Fed and stuff like that. So I just kind of like, I guess, like, let's see what happens. So, um, yeah, it was pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, what was living in Alaska like? Like you're you're obviously like just in like a in a sacred place over there where it's just nothing, not no other states are over there. It's like what what do you do in Alaska okay. there? Um, so Anchorage, obviously being the biggest city, it was like pretty nice. Um, I loved Alaska. It's always home. My mom's still there. I'm gonna go there for the holidays. Obviously, it's pretty special. Um, I think like the biggest like. I think the biggest thing for me was like when I joined the military, you know, and I got to basic training, like I never had Chick-fil-A, like I didn't even know what it was. And like, it was amazing. Like it changed my life. So I was like, I can never live in Alaska because I can't lose Chick-fil-A. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. Like, you know, for the people that have like even just traveled there, maybe never lived there. Like everybody's like, Oh, it's so beautiful. Like it's an amazing place. And um I do hate some of the stereotypes like you know I had a kid he was like you guys read like polar bears to school I was like dude shut, shut up like you know that's not true come on now like uh, stuff like that so I think for me it was obviously like it's a surreal place and to have like been born and raised there and experience like that in life and then come to like the lower 48s or you know living in Colorado big city you know living in Boston now big city it's pretty uh, it's pretty special it's pretty unreal yeah, Alaska is so many amazing views with the mountains and everything. The oceans right there, yeah. like you, like that place just seems like it was just breathless. Like anywhere you go, it's like you're just speechless yeah. with the with the views. Yeah, no, it's just unreal. I'm seeing like the northern lights as a kid, like I as an adult now, I'm like, oh, I've seen them so many times. But like people are like, oh my god, I like want to see the northern lights, you know, so that kind of thing. Um, but it's pretty cool. I think it's I think it's pretty awesome and uh to have already like kind of crossed that off my bucket list like because now it's like a you know one less place i gotta go so yeah um to see that was pretty cool yeah apparently the other day there was supposed to be you could see the northern lights here in new york but i was trying yeah. to see and you really you didn't see anything but it, I, you have more of a chance to see it over here than back in illinois where i'm from right okay yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, then you go into the military with the with the army. So, like, what what was that journey like, and just bringing you into the army? Like, what made you go go into it, and like stuff like that? Yeah, um, basically, my uh, my older brother is playing college baseball at the time, and he was in a school in Minnesota, and then he went to a school in California. And, um, you know, he's like a student athlete through and through. I mean, that dude like lived baseball, like that was his thing. Um, and I think like, I, I saw how much he struggled. And um, part of the reason like I didn't get to play hockey growing up was just finance struggles. Um, I'm, you know, single mom with three kids. She absolutely went above and beyond for us. I mean, we had top of the line stuff and maybe not like a top of the line paycheck, you know? So um, she like broke herself, you know, making sure we had everything we wanted, needed and more. Um, so seeing like his struggles and like living in California, there was, I don't think they provide like dorms for student athletes. So basically like my brother was like in an apartment with a bunch of teammates and um, you know, he's busting his ass to like make, you know, um, meet those needs and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, I just didn't want to like really live like that. And at the time, like I, like I only played baseball to play with him. I, I didn't really like 
I liked it, but I just didn't love it, you know? Yeah. Um, so obviously for like us growing up, that was like a big thing with sports. Um, but I was just kind of like, man, I don't know what I want to do, but I just knew like, I wanted to leave Alaska. Like, you know, there's, there's, there's not a lot of attractive women up there. So, you know, you're not going to be your <laughs> wife of, or anything like that but um also just like there were just isn't like a lot to offer and that's the one downside to Alaska unless you have like you know like a crazy good career or like you just legitimately love living there like there's just not like a lot for you so I think you know for me I really wanted to leave and my cousin she joined the military and so I was you know texting homicide I was like hey I'm you know interested in this like what do you guys think I should do and uh, I didn't tell my mom right away and then you know I went to the recruiting station and started talking to them. And I was like, damn, I can get out like, you know, next month or two and be on my way and start a career. And, you know, something you can be proud of. My grandfather was in the military. So like for me, like he was like my best friend before he passed away. So I think, you know, he was another big reason as to like why I joined. Cause at first I was like, maybe I'll just like consider it. And then yeah. once I got there, I was just like, you know, I think this is something I want to do. And I feel like you could definitely take pride in that. Like a lot of people, like they go to the talking stage or, you know, maybe they'll get like to the next part, but then they're like, oh, I just, I don't want to be in that military lifestyle. So they quit right away. And um, to power through, obviously was, was pretty incredible. And, um, you know, my family had my back the whole time. So I had them to think of that. So, yeah. Yeah. And like, you're, you're fighting for, for your country, like you're putting it, the yeah. United States on, on your, on your chest. And so like, that's a really good thing to, to accomplish and like be and like hold close yeah. to you especially hold close to you and your family yeah for sure I mean I don't think I would have changed anything about my time in the military um it was just special I met a lot of like great people guys like you know I'd invite to my wedding or you know maybe I'd watch my kid one day if I ever have any yeah. um so stuff like that yeah yeah and like obviously like you think of the army like what were some of the biggest things you learned like whether it be like about life about like being in the army and having the support of everyone like what were some of the biggest things you learned there oh man um put me on the spot here i think that's what we do here things... at on the spot sports yeah, yeah i was ready for that no, to the t. Uh, i think for me like one of the biggest things i learned was like no matter like what you do in life like appreciate all the moments you have in it um you know i know a couple guys that passed away while they were in the military um one of them I was kind of close with um you know he was in a car accident in the winter and stuff like that so and he was I was 24 23 at the time about to be 24 and he would just turn 25 so like you know he's a great dude and you know he didn't get a chance to like you know kind of live out his life so just appreciating the small moments like you know um I know it's a lot of people say like appreciate every chance you get in life but I think for me like just everything like you know the times I get to go home like for you know the holidays and see my mom because obviously I don't get to see her as as much unless it's you know like a FaceTime or something or uh, my aunt and uncle are up there and stuff like that so I think you know just seeing them or like um, even just like family FaceTimes or you know group chat kind of nights like just those things like just appreciating them because you know you never know like obviously and that's you know that's just life so yeah it's pretty that's pretty huge and just uh like yeah. like you learn you learn that stuff like throughout life like even sports teaches you that is like you just gotta enjoy those moments because and can't take anything for granted because you never know what could happen like 
you have a career ending in- injury the the next day or whatever it may be you just got to enjoy like the little things and like the little moments about being there with family hanging with the boys in the locker room like we all we all love to do just stuff stuff like that like exactly. the little things is what makes everything the best oh for sure i mean yeah like i remember growing up playing you know um basketball and baseball and that was kind of just a thing for us like you know always having you know always being with the boys kind of thing so yeah yeah just a little little escape from from the real world oh yeah oh yeah got to Oh yeah. But then, uh, then after your time in the army, you, you went or you were in Colorado because of the army and you were on the, with the Colorado warriors throughout that throughout the time when you were in Colorado. So like, what, like, what got you into the game of hockey and then going up or growing up into the story of playing with the Colorado warriors? Yeah. So, I mean, I, so I actually wanted to play hockey, like, as a kid. Like, I remember coming home from school and, like, turning on a random NHL game. Like, no idea who the players are, no idea what teams are playing. But, like, I just love the sport. And as a kid, we had the Alaska Aces, you know, that were in the yeah. coast for a little bit. So um, I think, you know, as a teenager when they uh, disbanded or whatever, I think they became, like, the main Mariners now. But, um, no, I just, like, love the game. Like, we would, you know, we played all the sport video games growing up. are so competitive. So, um playing you know hockey like I was a big Capitals fan I don't know like where it came from honestly I don't know what started it but a big Capitals fan so um I just I just loved it and it was the one sport that I like if I could like maybe just go back in time and like if we had that like financial stability back then and you know it was a sport I could really like truly play and learn as a kid I would have done it like a hundred times over because I just love it so much now as an adult that I'm like, I, I had to have wanted to love it as a kid, you know, like there's just no, it wouldn't make sense any other way. Um, but yeah, so basically uh, when I was in the military, I had a couple friends that played like this, like semi-pro kind of like football league and um, our commander was super cool. So he was like, as long as like, we're not in the field training or like work gets in the way, like I will sign off on you guys are traveling. So they'd go to like New Mexico, very real surrounding areas. Um so I was like, damn, like, let me look up something like men's league basketball or baseball, just something yeah. to do. And uh, hockey is like one of the first things that came up. I don't know what my Google was on. Destiny day, right like, there. Yeah. It literally just like monument ice rinks. So I was like, all right, let's check it out. And uh, actually the dude who runs the league, Al Peterson played for the Bruins back and actually played in like a Stanley cup final game seven. So like, it's so, it's so cool. Yeah. Um, so for me, I think it was pretty awesome um, to meet him. And then, uh, he like just gave me some old gear. Like I had like a pair of skates from Dick Sporting. It's which like FYI don't never, I know, you know, but like, we'll never do that shit again. No. Um, but I had these like, you know, skates or whatever. So, you know, and his gear is like old. So like I had some old like Joe shin pads, like no straps. So you got like taping around your leg and like it's a whole thing. So um, using that gear and I just started playing beer league and within like, I think within like the first like year to year and a half, like he was like hey so like I was playing like novice like the lowest level um and he was like dude like you can't play here anymore and I was like what do you mean he's like you're like getting too good like you're scoring too much and like some of those dudes play like like their entire lives in that league you know or like a good amount of time like they just don't care about progressing and it wasn't even that I was trying to like progress I just like was trying new things you know so um yeah I just like kind of started doing stuff and um trying like new moves and you know whatever and 
Um, so I ended up became a RAF and then our, one of the other like novice teams was doing really like way too good. So they got moved up a level. So he allowed me to play with them. Um, so yeah, we just were going. And even in that league, I got a couple texts about like, Hey, like you're, you know, scoring two, three goals a game and it's barely like people like, this is like how they work out, you know, like some people don't go to the gym. So, um, you know, I was like, all right, like I'll, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I'm not going to not like try to have fun and, you know, try to learn, you know, it was like, I was trying to do like, you know, a little between the legs and go. So I was like trying random stuff, but um, yeah, it's actually, I feel like my hockey story is so funny when I tell people, especially like when I came out here and people are like, Oh, you just started like playing hockey four years ago. Like how did you sign to a semi-protein? And honestly, or at least it sounds weird, but Trevor Zegers got me into hockey. Um, didn't know him, like nothing like that. Um, one of my friends growing up was like, and this is when I was in the military, texted me. He's like, hey, you need to watch like the World Juniors. And I was like, the World what the fuck is that? Like, I had no idea. And he's like, you know, you need to watch like these guys and look for this kid, Jack Hughes. And I was like, okay, like, I had no idea who Jack Hughes was. I very quickly realized who Jack Hughes was when I watched him the first time. And um, then they went on because um, I watched like one of their, I think junior level games or whatever. And then yeah. when they got to the world juniors, Jack Hughes, I think was already with the devil. So he like didn't go, but like to see Zegers and Caulfield. And I like fell in love <clears throat> with the way Zegers played the game. I mean, when they won the gold medal, obviously like against Canada and he had like that goal and assist, like it very much was like, wow, like this dude is like un- insane. And then when he got yeah. to the NHL and he's just casually like hitting the Michigan. I was like, dude, what the fuck is like this kid on? Like, like no, no pressure, taking? anything, just Michigan yeah. all the time. Like what? A hundred percent, man. And I'm like, and even like the clips of like kind of what he would do in like warmest where he'd like tip it to himself and like shoot between his legs. I was like, dude, what? Like, you like are training like Zach Bell in the off season because like, I don't know any guy that's like casually doing that. Um, so yeah, no, I always like think it's funny when people are like, what got you into hockey? It's like, I always wanted to play, but then like seeing like the world juniors and then meeting or Googling it that one day and, you know, getting in the beer league, just like it all just like happened really, really fast. So that, um, kind of just took off and, you know, I love the game. I'm actually trying to like, obviously get better. Hopefully I can get up to the fed with you guys one day. That'd be like my dream come true, obviously. Um, to be a kid that just started playing hockey to make it yeah. would be awesome. So you just got to keep work, keep working, keep trying new things and never know what and continue to trust the process and enjoy it. Enjoy the grind. Cause it's, it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, man. I seeing you guys as like team Instagrams, even like are just like it, you guys just look like you're having a blast. You could lose a game and you just look like you're having fun. So, yeah. It's a, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun here. And if you really want to get better, you're going to do whatever it takes to get to that next level and that next step in step in your game. But uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy because Zegers is also younger than you by quite a oh, few yeah. years. So like, it's crazy that like, he's the reason that you're that brought you into the game of hockey. Yeah, man. I mean, like I'm 25 and I think he's like 22 or 23. And yeah. like, yeah, I just like, if the things he was doing, yeah, maybe he's like younger. I don't know. Um, the things he's doing is just so unreal. I mean, even like, was it last year when he went one between the legs, like from the yeah. circle and like just buried him up? I was like, what? The-? Like, you just can't, like, he's literally like a video game in like a real man's NHL. Like, yeah. He's just having fun. I know he's struggling a bit this season, but like, I'm sure he'll find his groove very soon. Like, oh, yeah. Got a lot of faith in Z. So hopefully, you know, if he hears this, let's go, man. Like, I don't know. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll clip this part and make sure Zegris hears it, and uh, we'll we'll get famous from there. There we go. I appreciate that. Yeah, but um, like, what are some of your favorite things about playing with the Colorado Warriors uh, travel team and just being being in a group that enjoys playing hockey is and like trying to get better as well, like you? Um, there's so much. I mean, they're such a great group of guys. So for those that don't know about like the Warrior program, basically, like we're all veterans. Um, it's more so kind of like disabled veterans. Um. I know there's some guys that maybe don't have like physical disabilities, but like mental stuff. And just, it's like the spectrum is like huge. Um, And basically, yeah. So I'm playing with already like a lot of veterans. So like guys that serve, like we had a lot of older dudes that were like, like I wasn't born when they got out. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy. So, um, you know, I think the group itself was just special. I mean, I don't know how to draw it up. Yeah. We'd fight sometimes and argue, but, and I think it just was like we had a lot of personality on that team yeah. and in that organization. And um, I think I sent you the picture of like our championship ring. So we ended up winning like the national championship in that like in that division, like so special because like we had lost every tournament that year. So you basically travel to tournaments and we slowly got better. Like the first one, I think we just got like dusted. Like it was so bad. <laughs> and then I think the second one we did like like I think we took like third or fourth place and then we had like one more and then we had like nationals and we went to Detroit and uh, basically it was kind of weird. Cause our coach like kind of changed our game plan from what like we wanted it to be to like this other thing. So when he changed the game plan, we're like, dude, none of us prepped for this. And like now like we could get messed up and then we played like Philly, we beat them like seven zero. And then we played Nebraska. I think we tied one, one, they had, you know, a couple guys that were pretty good. And then uh, the pools, like it's weird. Cause like you start in like a certain pool or bracket and then you like get moved or whatever so we got moved and then we played like North Carolina and um, we beat them and then we played Fort Worth so Fort Worth already beat Carolina so we're like the three teams in so basically all the winner of us in North Carolina would play Fort Worth for the championship so we played um, beat North Carolina and then we played Fort Worth and we beat them I think seven to two or something like that and then the next day for the championship the national championship we beat them like seven to four I think so um, but a lot of great dudes and then you meet guys from like other warrior teams that you're cool yeah. with like I see a lot of them like in Minnesota or stuff like that so we go to you know a bunch of those places sometimes and one of my good friends in Minnesota he just had like a red syndrome tournament so that was obviously very special because uh, his daughter I believe has red syndrome so like um, when he invited me to play like I thought that was like the coolest thing ever I was like man thank you so like I'm so honored um, to be able to to play for like a cause like that and stuff so um yeah it was just pretty cool and like the the Colorado group I mean there's just so many good guys and like lifelong friends that I've made uh, my boy Joey learning to play with him was the easiest because he'll never pass so like it's so easy to once he once 29 gets the puck and he's gone like he's just gonna go do his own thing um but that was like super easy and that's I think I feel like that's kind of why we want is like the lines we put together we knew so it was like basically it would be like Joey would center and I would play like one of the wings and our yeah. friend Ryan would play the other wing and Ryan would very much like kind of like look to pass first and then Joey would only shoot so like it was easy because then it was like I got to do 50 50 of each and it like playing with guys like that though it's super easy because it's so balanced like when you have a line of three guys that are only shooters like no one wants to give the puck yeah. up yeah um 
So to play with those guys, obviously, is like pretty incredible. And, you know, I'm still like with the organization, like in my off season here, like I'll skate with them. And when I go home, like, you know, I'll go to practice and stuff and, and skate with the boys a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Like, and they're just growing. Like all the Warrior teams are growing. Colorado, I think one of our higher teams, the Alpha team has like two national championships right now. They, they're just going crazy. So um, it's a great group to like follow on Instagram or support or whatever it is like those guys are like seriously like they're only getting bigger and that's like the beautiful part of the game especially because like again everybody's a veteran and everybody yeah. like we have guys that have never skated before to guys that have played like elite level juniors or like college so um to play with those guys and like learn from those higher guys is, is pretty special yeah it's a, it's a super cool concept just to be with like all the all the veterans and everything and just that you're like doesn't matter if you played junior hockey growing up college hockey like you're all on, on the team just tr playing for the boys playing uh have fun and then also like try to go win a national championship like you guys like you guys did earlier oh yeah man i mean we got the rings i think like i didn't take mine off for probably a couple of days i mean i mean i know this getting out there but like i was definitely like let them know uh let them know I have you got it, it though pretty, you have to you gotta flex it man i mean seriously like I, it's a, especially like as a kid who never played hockey even though yeah. like the warriors like it doesn't you it's like not pros like so you don't get paid or anything like but to like even just win and like be a national champion and something yeah. like that in itself is so special and then the fact that our like head coaches like got together and made our championship and those things were fat i mean you saw it like those things yeah. are huge. They're, they had they so, had a lot of bling to them yeah, for sure. So I mean, like, um, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible, kind of like what's going on out there. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That's that's unreal. And which then all of this led up to you playing the Union Hockey League with the newly formed UHL, the U-Haul this year with the with the Boston Gold Kings. So, what was the process like to get to get to the Gold Kings and be uh, be signed on the roster? Man. Um... So actually it's crazy because I had no idea about like the fed, like I didn't know about the fed or the SP. And basically um, I had a mutual friend who actually plays. I don't know if he still plays in the fed, but Parker Moscow. And basically um, I, we had a mutual friend over Facebook. So I like sent him a message over messenger. And I was like, Hey man, like, you know, kind of like, what's the fed like, what's, you know, I think I'm going to go to this camp. And he's like, basically just said like, be yourself. Don't, you know, do anything that's outside of your game. Try to just be you. And I'm sure at the time, like, cause we don't know each other like that. Well, he's probably like, Oh, this kid's played somewhere before. And I a hundred percent had not. So yeah. um, he's probably just like, yeah, I do like do whatever. And I was like, okay. So um, to get there. And then obviously I went to, I went to both Chicago and New York. Um, I remember so you from both of those. Yeah, dude, it was like, I mean, you were, I think we started talking more in Chicago, but yeah, yeah like at all Myers camp, I mean, you guys, there, I felt bad for the goalies because then they cut like 34 of you or something. Yeah, like 40 after the first day. Yeah. So it's like, it's so, especially because like goalie such like a solid position, like you need a good goalie. So like, yeah, you know, and there's a couple, there's one of the guys from that New York camp. Um, I think he put, he used to play in like Knoxville. He's playing for North shore. So I'll probably see him tonight. Yeah. So played against him a couple of times here, but yeah, man. I mean, um, I just went to the camp not knowing like what to expect and then seeing like, obviously the skill level, you know, guy, you know, Daniel Johnson and those guys uh, that are just so, they're so amazing and they're so good hockey players. 
Um, so to see those guys and then like even some of their struggles, like I heard, you know, maybe they didn't make it or they ended up asking for a release because of like playing time issues and stuff like that. Um, it's pretty like crazy to me because they're like really good hockey players. Um, so yeah, I mean, I kind of just saw that. And then I think it was one of the scouts for Port Huron. I could be wrong. I definitely forgot. But one of the scouts pulled me aside afterwards and he was like, if you could learn how to like develop yourself as a hockey player, we would take you. And the SP, uh, the Knoxville Ice Bears SPHL rep was there. And he said the same thing. He's like, dude, I would like take you in a heartbeat if you would develop yourself, like just continue to develop. And uh, there's guys at the camp that were like, you know, cause I'm 25 now. So I was like, I don't know like how much more time I have to develop and before I need to be like, all right, let me like find a career for real. Yeah. <laughs> And basically, yeah, so I, I just kind of was like, I took that all in and um, started like looking out for stuff. And then I heard about um, in Chicago's camp, the Kalkaska Battlers coach Cody was there. And, uh, you know, I don't think he would have picked me up, but like, I wanted to at least go to camp there too, just to like, maybe get worked out. I know Sean said that he has that um, like skating machine, whatever. And he's like, we'll clean up your stride. We'll help you out. So it's just they're just beauties um but then I heard about the U and um I was talking to so I was actually talking to Pittsburgh and Boston and my boy from one of the bed camps uh, Ben Cunningham he lives in Pittsburgh so he's like you know you got a place to stay with me if you come out and uh basically I went out there um tried out and this where it got kind of weird is the coach was like I really liked you like I think like borderline we're gonna take you like obviously I gotta yeah. clear some stuff up with the owner but like we like what we saw and um, then uh, the owner said the same thing. He's like, I felt, I felt like you held your own. Well, you know, so I, was, so, I was, so I was like, cool. He's like, give us a couple of days to put the um, like roster together. I was like, cool. So, you know, I'm waiting in Pittsburgh like for a few extra days because like I'm waiting. And he finally puts it out and my name just wasn't there. And I was like, oh man. So I texted the owner on the side just because like I didn't want to be like that guy in the group chat that's, you know, bitching. Yeah. And I was just like, hey, like, you know, I just want to see like, is there something I did wrong or something you could have seen better? Like, and he was like, and this is kind of like where hockey becomes a business. He's like, we really liked you. We thought you held your own personally. I think we just kind of maybe wanted to go a different route and, uh, and they did. And I think they're having some success, success right now. Uh, I think they just beat like Niagara Falls. I think they beat them like eight to two or something crazy like that. So they're, I mean, obviously like they have a vision and um, you know, they, they kind of know what they want to do. That was actually funny because, after that I was 100% like hey I'm, I'm done like I'm just gonna go home like I got offered a job back home I was like I'm gonna take it and all my friends like all my boys and um you know even like you know girls I had met on like a night out at, at the bar because uh, I don't know if you saw the insta stories we were guys going crazy up there oh yeah um in Colorado so even like a bunch of people were just like reaching out to me and just were like hey like you have to push through like you have to go to Boston at this point like yeah. you're not giving up and uh, one of my friends like kind of called me his name's Jed and he's just an amazing amazing human being um, and they were all like all the boys in the group chat were like no you're going like you don't have a choice and then Jed called me and basically was like listen like a lot of things happen in the pros where it becomes a business and stuff like that but like if you really feel like you can make it like go for it but like if you don't then don't but a part of me was just like I know what he's saying is right but like I don't want to and then I was like you know what fuck it I'm already on the east coast like let's go to Boston um so I got out here to Boston and uh 
met with the owner for drinks, which I thought was a test. He was like, yo, let's go meet for drinks. I was like, yo, is he about to like, <laughs> like not even let me try out? And then, uh, no, he's a super cool guy. And, you know, we, we met for drinks and then we went uh, obviously to the tryout and our coach, we have a lot of skill on our team. So I'm not saying like, I'm not like a starting guy. Like I'm not seeing a ton of minutes, but like, you know, we've got a dude that had, we got two dudes that played in the SP together. Um, and then we just have like, just a bunch of hockey talent like the baldinos yeah. honestly the best players on the team they're so funny they're like super crazy good um and then you know we have like cj grinnell obviously and you know his brother mike's on, on chicklets so uh we got some beauties there um but overall yeah like our coach took me out for drinks he was like listen we're gonna take you and i was like hey love it um Honestly, just because of what happened in Pittsburgh, I'm not like set on it. So like, if it's like something where it's not going to happen, let me know now. I'm not going to have any hard feelings, but yeah. And then I uh, got back to Colorado, kept in touch with, to kept in touch with them. And then the GM at the time, she had texted me and said like, Hey, are you ready to sign? We're finalizing the contracts. And as soon as I, uh, as soon as I signed, they like posted me that day. I was like, Oh, so now it's like official, official. So it's like the real um, deal. Yeah, so I remember like all all the boys kind of chirped me a little bit on Colorado and the Warriors. They were like, "Oh, hey, look at this superstar coming!" I was like, "Oh, relax." You know? So I had to had to kind of do something there, but um, I think it was pretty it was pretty special because even though you know you get chirped, I mean they don't chirp you if they don't care, right? So yeah, and everybody sent me at least one serious text or even in the group chat saying you know congratulations and stuff like that. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, so it's been pretty, pretty cool. I mean, they still like, you know, reach out to me all the time and, you know, obviously to be still be on the roster with them, you know, for the off season is pretty cool that they're allowing me to do that and, you know, keep my whole, you know, Jersey number and everything like that. And not like, you just got to wear a random when you get here. Um, yeah. It's been pretty cool. So yeah, uh, Boston is, I appreciate them for taking me. And I mean, I'm excited. I think, you know, obviously this group is really special. We have, I feel like we have all the right pieces to win. It's putting it together. You know, um, we, we have a team that can do a lot here and we're already a family. I mean, I remember these guys just brought me in and I'd never been to mass and dudes were like, Hey, do you need a ride? Do you need this? Like the Baldinos had me over on Thanksgiving and they got me drunk really fast, but um, they're like just such a great group of guys. I mean, it's, you know, hockey is one of those sports, like you could literally not know anybody's name walking to the room. Yeah. You're just one of the boys. So it's such a beautiful thing. Um, obviously to have that and have those guys to be around you is, is pretty incredible. Yeah. that That's awesome. And like, like, as, as you said, like it, it, as you get like to the pros, like it's, a, it's at the end of the day, it's a business, but if you really think you have it and you really think you can do it, you just got to, you just have to push through it. And it's just, it attests for how much you love the game too. Cause if you didn't love the game, you'd give it up like that, but you obviously you really love the game. And at in the minor leagues, that's what it's all about. It's just everyone loves the game and we're all doing it for, for the love of the game. Cause obviously we're not all doing it for the money. Exactly. Right. Like, I mean, we, I think we're getting, like 150 a game in the regular season. But right now I think we get like 50 bucks a game, but I mean, like, it's like, obviously other things will change too. Like we're still waiting on like sponsorships to kick in and stuff yeah. like that. So once those things happen, I think they're saying we may make a little more just right now. I'm just trying to like, just play pro hockey, man, and have fun with it. Like for a kid that just started playing four years ago to be here to me is like, this is like my NHL dream, you know, like, cause obviously I, I, I did not start early enough to make the show. So 
to me this is like it's just special i mean it's so special and then meeting like you guys and like you have this awesome podcast and meeting like the sean doyles and the cues like those guys are beauties and then even the guys from bed like guy daniel um my boy justin schultz i gotta shout him out real quick what a beauty i mean we keep in contact and he's uh he's playing over at mercy hersey right now and then i think his goal is to go overseas hopefully so he uh but i mean he still texts me when he's like sending you know a couple workouts and you know just some things to do in the off time and you know even i mean just a couple like basic skating drills just been very like you know hey you could just probably do this and stuff i'm still waiting on my mercy hurts hoodie from him but uh, other than that yeah like i think he's uh he's definitely an amazing person and um he was funny as fuck at, at the fed camp like he's just trying to fight everybody so i thought it was hilarious um but yeah no he's definitely a big dude and, and you know i got a hard shot and stuff like that so um you know he's going places over there yeah and like you're you're also going places you're also getting better every day and like throughout like throughout the first couple games you also scored your first your first pro goal so like what was what was getting your first goal out of the way like Oh man, it was electric, and we like we're definitely losing. Um, I think I put us like we were down. I think we were down by two, and I put us like down by one. Um, but basically, preseason game, like like I said, North Shore is a physical team. I think we lost you know a few guys to injury throughout the game, so like our bench got like short really fast, and yeah. um, it was just like the Baldinos, man. I told you they're just beauties, like um so he's like doing all the grinding work you know he's putting the hands clinic on and he's he's going for it and then um I was like kind of like to the side in front of the net and you know backdoor tap-ins and he uh he's looking no at me slap the whole shot. Day. he knows slap shot this time I mean, he's <laughs> listen my slap shot we're, we're going to talk about that a bit <laughs> but yeah so I'm like just waiting there waiting there and finally like he makes a move and my defender who's like in front of the net with me like pushes off to him and he just sends me like I'm surprised the goalie didn't try to like poke it away. Like the most beautiful cross crease pass. And I just like backdoor types it in. And uh, the Sully was pretty electric too. Like I honestly always thought like, you know, when you get your first pro goal, like you got to do something crazy or, you know, you yeah. got to do whatever. And for me, like I could just smile and like point at him the whole time. That's all I could do. So we're like, we're skating into you know, like the old boards or whatever. And I'm just like still so in shock. And I'm just like pointing at him. And if you see the pictures and zoom in, he's like, and then he like just jumps into my arms and like all the boys jump on me. It was, it was pretty electric. And then um, obviously you ran the line and, and stuff like that. And then uh, I think my Instagram post, I said like on the couch was like, dude, my mom said you could spend the night and she's going to make pizza rolls. And it's just like all of us <laughs> smiling. So, so electric. So obviously it's, uh, it's pretty awesome to have guys like that. Um, and that goal was just, I mean, it was all by him. Like literally like he just does all the work. So it's pretty awesome when you have guys that can do that kind of stuff. Yeah, that, that's awesome. What a, what a great way to to score your first first pro goal and not nothing better, especially when the place is electric. Like there, it's always a good time scoring your first. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just pretty crazy. I think if I score on a road game, I think I'm gonna try to do like the Logan Cooley against Canada, like the Can You Hear Me <laughs> or something. I don't know, maybe I don't know. Have have a Sully for every goal you score. Yeah, we gotta we gotta plan out something here, so. Uh, I think it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, that that's unreal. But like the the slap shot that we're we're talking about, I remember at the free agent camps. I I think it was Binghamton. Like we, I first noticed it was you just get to the hash marks and you just put on a full clapper and it'd be straight into my chest on the logo. 
Like so, like oh, every, everyone's everyone's giving it to you because you're just hitting the goalies in the chest. Yeah, so um, I think it's actually pretty funny. Like I, like I said, obviously I just started playing hockey about four or four and a half years ago now, um, and I like before the Binghamton camp because I was already in contact with um, Coach Sherwood a little bit, and you know I sent him a clip. He's like, "Dude, are you sure you want to come?" Like I'm, I'm gonna be honest, you're probably not gonna get picked up. And I was like, "Dude, like I'd still love to come, like whatever." Also, I heard Columbus was going to be there, and I, whatever reason, they couldn't show. But um, I thought it was pretty special still to be able to just go. And, like, you can always learn. Like, that's the biggest yeah. beauty of any sport, right? You can always learn. And so I was at a Colorado Warrior practice, and one of our guys, he has, like, I think the hardest slap shot I've ever seen, like, ever. And he's, like, legit taking them from, like, the other end of the ice, and they're, like, on target to, like, you know, the post and in or the goalie's chest yeah. or whatever. So he kind of showed me like a little something. I'm still like learning how to control it and, and you know, get it more on point. But um, yeah, so when I finally like kind of learned how to semi take one, I was like, oh, that's all I'm doing at the Binghamton camp. So like I like every chance I got with warm ups, all that stuff, I'm just full on like to the chest. And you know what? For being to the chest, it's pretty accurate. I just got to figure is. out how to like make it go left and right. So it's not in the chest. But um, I think, you know, and I mean, these guys are helping with ice and warm. I was like, I kind of come out and I just take a quick slap shot and I've learned how to kind of control better. It's just more so um, being able to translate that in the game yeah. and stuff like that. So I like it's pretty, pretty special. Um, yeah, the, the boys are the boys are definitely chirping you, but it's all, all in good fun. Oh, yeah. And I got oh, yeah, I know Sean said it on his podcast. I want to clear the air on mine. I definitely dropped the gloves at bingo and got my shit rocked. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> definitely got clamped. Um, so what, was it true I, that you asked a social uh, a social media person to record it? Listen, I can't comment, but it is definitely the <laughs> truth. All right, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, basically, I had never, and the reason I really wanted this to record wasn't just to like have. It was honestly yeah. to see like what I did wrong because I had never been in a fight on skates. Like. I like just started playing like and in the warrior league like you can't fight like you can't hit it's like a no contact league so it's basically just like a hands clinic on deck yeah. um so when you try all those like fancy moves you get better at them because nobody can hit you so basically like that's kind of where like I was trying the, most of the new stuff um you know whatever um yeah so basically the I can't remember his name but he came in and like broke two sticks the first day and he was on the red team and he, we're talking and he's like half my size so it was a, it was a bad look like you know now that i realized like he didn't record it like i'm glad or he i think he recorded it and then deleted it or whatever um but basically he comes over after sherwood comes on ice and he's like being cute's not gonna get you to the pros like we need to see more physicality and um but no yeah basically um he was like dude should we like fight and i was like i mean i guess we can like why not i didn't really i was just like i don't really know like how the hockey fights go so then I think it was Sherwood's dad was coaching us that day. Um, the guy was like, you want to fight? I was like, yeah, let's do it. And so we started and uh, I fell right away. Like, and then the ref was like trying to break it up. And the dude was like, no, no, like we got to fight. And I was like, all right, cool. Cause I didn't get to swing. So yeah, he got me like really, like, I think his first hit, it was pretty like wild. And I'm surprised, like, I don't know what was going on in my head. I just didn't move. And he like got me good. And then I got, I think one punch and he got two more and I like fell again and uh, very clearly like lost the fight but um also like learning how to balance fighting has been like unreal like I've been we haven't done it so much in practice here but like right now I'm like undefeated in fights here and I've had three nice. our coach is definitely making me like out to be some kind of goon that I don't want to be but we have like that's the other thing we have a lot of big dudes too it's so, like yeah 
I feel like it shouldn't always have to be me and our captains just kind of have that talk with our team. It was, you know, Hey, like TJ can't be the only guy fighting, you know, but three, I, I had three fights and a goal in two games. And I was like, dude, I got to chill for the league. Like, it's like, yo, this dude's got 15 men's pims in like two games. Like, you know, you gotta go like you're, you're sussy to game or something. I don't know. Um, so yeah, basically, um, just working on that. And I've, I feel like I've gotten a better balance out. And, you know, obviously like playing with these guys um, here in Boston, like, you know, they've worked with me on balance or like different ways to hold um, yeah. and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think you saw the picture. Like I didn't realize I stepped over the guy until I got the pictures. Like, yeah, that's kind of cold. <laughs> like that's, that's such a good look. So, um, yeah, but yeah, no, that, that Binghamton camp, that dude definitely like, I, I got my shit rocked. I'm not afraid to admit when I lose and he got me. Clear, so, clear in the air here. Good. That's good. Yeah, you know what? And Sean, you know, I know he chirped me a little bit, but like it was my truth to tell. So you know what? I love you, Sean. <laughs> but yeah, me, I had to be the one to clear that up. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll definitely send this to to Doyle when when we're done. That's true. Oh, yeah. And we'll we'll get his reaction. Oh yeah, I better he better he better text me or something. I don't know. I'll get, get something going. Here. Oh yeah, absolutely. But like before we wrap things up here, so like obviously you've been to. The, the fed free agent camps and now you're playing the in the union hockey leagues so like where is some of the biggest things you learned this season so far from the the fed camps and then the uhl as well oh man um i think the biggest thing for me is just like not that i felt like i was ever gonna like give up on hockey but like um i feel like just like not giving up on the play is a kind of a big thing like i feel i feel like at some points in the fed camp especially in binghamton's with playing three on three like a couple of us would like make a mistake and i would see like not just myself but like kind of some other guys maybe like give up yeah. on the play a little bit or you know whatever and um or they'll just like change right away and it'll be like a bad change i mean i know our coaches at the binghamton camp like definitely said like a couple of times like those are horrible changes like you can't do that shit in the bed um so basically i think for us that was kind of like a huge um for at least for me i feel like it was a huge motivational boost obviously to like to hear that and to um, like actually try to take it into consideration. And I mean, in the U it's been a little bit different, obviously we're not like the fed. Um, so it's like learning how to, for me, it's just learning like how to be better about it. And like, I mean, in practice, like I kind of get mad at myself sometimes if I feel like, you know, I fuck up something that I, maybe I should have like done correctly or yeah. um, done anything different. So I think, you know, for me, it was kind of just one of those things that um, I feel like the biggest thing for me, yeah, it was just like learning how to like take it on and, and then just being yourself, like as a hockey player, like, I mean, as an athlete, you're kind of like, no matter what sport you play, you kind of know when you're an athlete, right? Like you just know yeah. that about yourself. And so when I started playing hockey, just to become one of the boys, and I mean, like I'm 25, like I'm a grown man and, you know, like Sean and Q and all these guys that have like reached out or like told me like you know hey we'll we'll work out together in the off season or we'll do something or you know just basically willing to teach me the game later in life because I didn't get to play as a kid it's been extremely like eye-opening and that's something obviously like I want to be able to like hopefully like learn more about the game and um, add those values to my life like you know yeah. when people are whatever just being helpful I guess is kind of what I'm looking for but yeah stuff like that yeah and like we're we're all we're all hard on ourselves because we want to be the best version that we can be and we want to be the best yeah. athlete that we can be so it's just about using those experiences as learning learning curves and then growing on it every single day at practice or 
try something yeah. new at a game if you're comfortable with it and just like is you're just learning every single day yeah man i mean that's the biggest thing is like just always like and that's the biggest thing is always being open to like criticism i think yeah. that's another thing i got taught is like um sometimes like the coaches like especially at, like the camps like they a lot of those coaches didn't say anything i think i was on the red team at elmira's camp and we had like the elmira coaches so those dudes were like real targeted but like i was hearing like yeah. some of the other teams like the watertown guys they were just like go play like we're not gonna say anything and you know some of those guys were just kind of doing those things you know whatever so um just like being open to it and like i think the elmira coach pulled me aside during one of the games and he was like when you're going to make this move, like try this instead of that. And I think like the next shift I tried it and it worked. I mean, we didn't score, but like it worked to open up time and space. And that's like the big thing I was working on for myself is yeah. just being able to create that opportunity for myself and my teammates. Yeah. That's the biggest thing is just creating, create, creating opportunities for not only yourself, but for your teammates. And if you have more room to do stuff, there's going to be a lot more scoring chances than, than if you're, if you're all in a tight situation. Oh yeah. I mean, for sure. That's, you know, you got to do the little things, right. So you got to build up to get there. That's why I watch yeah. so many Trevor Zegers highlights. Now I'm just trying to do Ida. <laughs> it's all about the little things. Cause it really does matter at, at the end of the day. Oh yeah. And you can see very, especially in a sport like hockey, that's so fast paced. Like when like one little thing goes wrong, yeah. like you can see, like I was at the BU women's hockey game last night and they were winning, you know, one nothing against Northeastern. And then, the northeastern scored because like one of the defense defensemen like she didn't play her position right and you could just see that one little hiccup like cost them to tie the game and then obviously northeastern went on to win it in overtime um on another like just little mistake like just um and if they're making those as like d1 athletes like yeah you know people make them at all levels you see it in the pros you see it in minor leagues you know stuff like that so um just being open to criticism and like you know letting the people you know who know the game or know at least what they're talking about you know provide that to you um to be able to be better so yeah i think that's pretty pretty much what some of the biggest things i took away for because at first i was like one kid at one of the bed camps and there was a kid with like the fishbowl playing defense like he tried to say something like dude like no offense but like you're like bad like you're really bad um so like and i'm a hard guy on myself i'm like dude i know i'm not good but like it was it was just one of those things that I was like, I'd rather like hear from the coach and then the coach, yeah. like, you know, would be the one to say it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a game of capitalizing on those mistakes and yeah. Cause once, once you get like that, that's a matter of a, of a winner or a loss in, in tight games like that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh, TJ, this is a great spot to wrap things up here. So thank you again for coming on the show. I appreciate your time and I want to wish you the best of luck with the rest of the season and in your game tonight. Dude, thanks so much for having me. Like I said, you know, I've been excited to get on here. So uh, just thank you. It's like such an honor to be on here. And uh, yeah, I mean, good luck with Watertown. Like, I mean, I really do hope everything works out there and, you know, you guys get to the higher levels and stuff like that. Maybe, you know, who knows, we'll train in the off season together or something. We'll, we'll get something going here.